we wanted to take a few minutes to talk about Luthaz. Oh, you mean a real wrestler who wrestles. A powerhouse. A real wrestler who looks like somebody's stepdad who's angry all the time. Somebody's stepdad who got stuck in a barrel who's angry all the time. (laughs) So we watched uh, probably probably about uh, two and a half hours of Luthez matches. That was uh, one and a half matches. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, we watched... Luthez versus Buddy Rogers, which thank God there is a there is a YouTube channel which was which is owned by I think a Chicago film archive, and they had some of this stuff, and they've been uploading it to YouTube. I guess they did it a long time ago. I had watched it around this time last year. It came up in conversation, and so we watched Luthez versus Buddy Rogers, a two out of three falls match. It was about a half hour, thirty five minutes long, and then we watched a. Luthez versus Vern Gagne, two out of three falls match. That was a 60-minute Broadway. And it they were both very incredible. Both for the title. Both ended with kind of not really... One was a Broadway and the other one was uh, like a, a weird ending. So it, it, it's, it's, it's very indicative of how wrestling was back then. Where there were no really, there there are decisive victories, but not between two top guys. How wrestling was back then, very good, very fucking good. Uh, very different, obviously, than now. Yeah. Um. Uh. But. I mean, I think it goes a long way to talking just about how charismatic these guys are. They don't give you anything. They don't give you anything for minutes on end. Yeah. And then one of them will do like a very quick like eye gouge and the audience will lose their shit. Yeah. At one point I think uh uh Luthez or no, Buddy Rogers had Luthez in a headlock. And whenever his back was to the ref, he would punch him in the face, and people started throwing shit into yeah. the ring. Yeah. Which, like, if that happened today, people would go like, yeah, this is this Yeah, wrestling. people don't give a shit about a punch. <laughs> Who gives a shit about a punch? Whereas this was like, there were, there were little old ladies in the front row who were bloodthirsty. Yeah. It was stupid. It was really good. And, like, the idea is... And it's Joe Dempsey, I think. The boxing champ was the ref. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the idea yes. was that at one point, after one of the falls... Man with a face like a fucking cut of yeah. At, at one point, after one of the falls, he, Buddy Rogers had been punching Lupez. And always with his back to the ref. But the ref, obviously, he knows what's going on. He's Joe Dempsey. He knows what, the fu- what a fucking punch looks like. And he's yelling at Rogers, and Rogers is pointing at his hand, like, "Oh no, I'm at hitting, palm. I'm hitting him with an open palm." And Jeff Dempsey looks like he's about ready to haul off and smack him right in the face. It's it's an incredible, it is an incredible match. Buddy Rogers, by the way, incredible heel. The the original Ric Flair and the the imitation Gorgeous George. <laughs> 
but really one of the best. A man who who uh, never came up with his own gimmick and yet succeeded beyond anything ever known to mankind. Just like Ric Flair. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 ridiculous. That gimmick is gold. I really surprised nobody's doing it now. I know people say that they're doing it now. They're not doing it now because they're not the top wrestler in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely not. Yeah. It's it's pretty good. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you won't go far enough to have uh hair past your shoulders that you have bleached and permed, you are not doing that If gimmick. you're not calling yourself the nature boy. <laughs> I mean, that's it's he is really fantastic. We could do a whole episode just about Buddy Rogers. Um, he's so stupendous. He's the one that at like 80 or 90 years old stopped a mugging by punching a guy out. And I think that he said afterwards to the news crew, he was like, I could be dead in the ground six weeks. You could dig me up and stand me up and I'd still beat that guy. <laughs> <laughs> What a fucking yeah, class act. He is really a character in and out of the ring. Um, fantastic. But I love you know, he uh, did the strut before Ric Flair did it. He points at his head to be like, I'm so smart. Uh, you know, um, a big difference between Luthez and Buddy Rogers is uh, Buddy Rogers looks like his headshot, whereas Luthez, when he's not wrestling is a very handsome man oh my god but every single time after a minute and a half of wrestling he is soaked to his core in sweat and just looks haggard and beat to shit and yet fucking kicks ass he he looks unbeatable and he he has it looks like you took a bicycle pump and inflates his cauliflower ears every time like his cauliflower ears are <laughs> disgusting and every match that he gets it's it's just like they blow up filthy tom lawler could learn a thing or two honestly like it, <laughs> th- these are some nasty cauliflower ears he is he just looks like a real prize fighter and he 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 was apparently he was like a real wrestler like he used to wrestle for real, not like professional wrestling. He's just a real wrestler. Yeah. And part of the reason why he held the belt so long is because if anybody ever wanted to try and get it off of him, he would just beat him for real. No, this, yeah, this is, is this that is like story. Who knows? But, one, you know, this is one step past, uh, the like, uh, sideshow fights where like you did have to know how to kick somebody's ass enough so that if somebody, not in the business challenged you you could kick their ass yeah and this is this is they aren't having matches with people who aren't in the business but they're still kicking the shit yeah, it's like each other. i know how i know who's supposed to win but let's really fight and then i'll win it's like yeah. that it, you know it looks very there, rough. there's 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 no uh uh blading or anything but there was still some color yeah, a little bit yeah they, he got a uh, he got cut on his head from the punches it's pretty nasty it was it was it was pretty fantastic and like uh i think the the biggest moment was like i don't know maybe an up and over in the 
in the corner. The bi- I think the biggest or, or, or the, 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 the biggest movement. Yeah, the biggest thing I think was Buddy Rogers got flipped into the crowd, which was insane. Yes. Because you want to talk about suicide dives. Imagine NXT where the crowd is literally up against the ring. Because that's what this was. There was no, there's no space around the ring. There's no apron either. They just go right out. It's a boxing ring. They go right out into somebody's lap. And it's a bunch of like 60-year-old men in three-piece suits and women in bonnets. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Like it, he fell right out onto him. It was wild. It's insane. Yeah. It's it's incredible. Um, that was the biggest thing that happened. It was one of the only things that happened. There were two body slams in the beginning of the match, and then there was a there was a head scissors that lasted like five or six minutes. That's you want to talk uh, about. It a probably spot lasted longer want, than that because want, whenever Luthez would get out of the head scissors, Buddy Rogers would just put him back in the head. You, you want to talk about a fucking a fucking high spot? The high spots were. Buddy Rogers' headlocks, I think, were a high spot. And Luthez's body, the head scissors, was a fucking high spot. Luthez's head scissors looked like it was really going to kill somebody when oh, he yeah, did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked wild. Yeah, um, there were two straight body slams, and that's it. They ran the ropes for, like, one second. Body slam, body slam. That was, that was the... That was all they needed. And then they could do slow down shit for like 10, 15, 20 minutes before they had to do. I think he sent, I think one guy got sent off the ropes out of a headlock. I think Thez threw I Buddy think that Rogers that was the second off one. of the head. Oh, that could have been Vern Gagne. Yeah. Because, because if I remember correctly, that's the one where uh, uh, Luthez kept, or Vern Gagne kept getting out of the head scissors and then would bounce off the ropes and. Luthez would just put yeah, him back because in the thing is the he get in he you bounce them off the ropes you're bouncing them off the ropes which are three or four feet away it's not like middle of the ring rush them off to the ropes and then they run a little bit bounce the ropes and come back it looks very you know it looks very much like what might happen to you if you got pushed into some ropes three feet away from you yeah headlocks look um, brutal they definitely did not look super worked because it looked like you could really hurt your neck in them because a lot of times the transition into the headlock was to put someone over your shoulder and like throw them to the mat in a headlock. Oh yeah. That looked really rough. And the way, yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of, kind of doing a, a snap mare. And then when their butt hits the ground, you're just, just holding on to that. Yeah. It's yeah. scary. Almost. It's very good. And then I think the real deal. And yeah, we, we got to see uh, Luthez in both of his roles. In the first match, he was the face, and in the second match, he was very clearly the heel, as he was probably about sixty pounds heavier yeah. than the Vergania. And Vergania is like Ganya. the sprightly guy. Everybody loved him. The Vergania puts him in a sleep hold, and people yeah. are cheering. The, the sleep hold. The sleep I believe. hold. He created it. That's the other thing. We also got to see Buddy Rogers and his famously signature created move, the pile driver. Which is where a, you pick yeah. up a fella and you drop him on his yeah. head. We could talk about the announcer as well. The announcer is probably one of the best announcers I've heard. The the announcer is uh 
I think that what they would do is at this time they would just go out and find a uh, you know wink wink nudge nudge confirmed bachelor and be like just be catty in yeah. there at these guys for like an hour it was and a half. Like, it was like a classic boxing announcer if you've ever heard one of those, except instead of you know ra- a lot laser of passive fast, aggression yeah, though. instead of laser fast calling the moves as they happen, he's like talking about them and then he's insulting one of the bad guys. He's just like. I don't understand why he's uh, running around in that skippy little thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Uh, it was made very clear from the outset. Like, you don't like Buddy Rogers, but he is a sexy person. He is. Obviously, you know, in the, like, early 1950s, they didn't use the word sexy. I believe uh, that they might have called him uh, sprightly and well put together. Yeah. Like... And don't worry, mother, he's not wrestling in that. He'll take that number off. Oh, yeah, because he also comes out in a sequined singlet yeah. with one strap over the yeah. shoulder. And a, and a zipper which, down the side. Which, of course, I you mean... You want to talk about Angel Garza. For, 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 wrestling, for, for, for wrestling in the modern era, you absolutely can wrestle Oh, yeah, that. people do. People wrestle in that. <laughs> but yeah. he does pull off the, the Hector Garza, Angel Garza... You know, take the thing off. He doesn't do it mid-match. We haven't gotten to that point yet in history. He he, but he comes very out very delicately, steps out yeah, of it, and he folds it and up then, and hands like, it to the his first valet. thing that happens. <laughs> yeah, his valet. That guy was great too. That guy was based on a gorgeous George character. Gorgeous George used to come to the ring with a valet yeah. who used to spray the ring with perfume. I know, oh, okay. I know that. That's that's I, excellent. It's wild, isn't it? Wild how these guys used to do things. It's very cool. Um, but yeah, he, uh, I was going to say, oh yeah. At one point, the announcer, um, Buddy Rogers is, is punching Luthes in the face, uh, with his back turned to the ref and the announcer is just like, oh no, Mr. Rogers, that will not do. We see what you're doing. We see. It's like. (laughs) such a weird choice for how to call this match, but it's, it weirdly it's works. One of the best, it's some of the best calling I've heard. It's really excellent. Yeah, no, it's, uh, and, and, and one last thing before we wrap this up, uh, I know that we said that, uh, it's a 35 minute match and an hour long match. Um, Please do watch yeah. them. They're very the good. The Buddy Rogers one is short enough that I think you'll be enthralled in it. And it ends spectacularly. Uh, but most importantly, with as little as they're doing, I, I was truly captivated the entire time. Yeah. You know, which which kind of, you know, to bring back what I was talking about a little bit ago. AEW is putting on matches where people are doing fucking moonsaults and Canadian destroyers, and I'm describing it as, like, something that you can half pay attention to and drink with your friends and have a good time. I was kind of expecting to put this on in the background and talk to you about other bullshit while we watched it, and I was like, oh, my God, he's he's punching him yeah. in the face. They're, the very first headlock, it lasts forever, and it's tense. You can't You can't look away. And and 
uh, when Luthez is the heel, he is a dirty heel, but to the point where I think it's like 40 minutes in, Luthez finally has had enough. He pushes Luthez up against the ropes and socks him once in the jaw. The ref sees him do this, but kind of waves him off because even the ref is fed up with Luthez's yeah. shit. And the audience goes insane. Yeah, that's that's the that is the comeuppance, and it's so good because it's like every time they've been on the ropes, Luthez has punched Vern Gagne or hit Vern Gagne during the breakaway, which is something that happens literally every time now. But it is yeah. not something that was supposed to happen, and people were so mad about it because it's so unsportsmanly that when Vern Gagne finally does it himself, it's actually seen as a heroic act, even though it's breaking the rules. Yeah. It's like what they want us to think about Johnny Gargano and what we kind of think about Johnny Gargano. But because Johnny Gargano does it every single time, it's kind of hard to think about that about Johnny Gargano. Do you remember when, was it Pete Dunne or Adam Cole? Uh, uh, Ricochet did his uh, springboard 450 and... Uh, uh, he got. It was oh Adam no no no! Cole. It was. Uh, You're talking about when he got it kicked was Adam in the Cole. back of the head, in yeah. the middle of a fucking mo- yeah. Okay, that got less of a reaction than than this one single punch to the jaw got. Oh, in the crowd, yeah. I I yeah. think I felt the same way. I thought that was actually one of the best things I'd ever seen in wrestling. <laughs> oh no! It was it was stupendous. But, but think yeah, about how right. much how much like physical effort that takes versus the kind of mental effort to just build up for 40 minutes so that you can punch a guy once and get the same reaction. Yeah. It's really, it's wild. They talk about psychology a lot. Kenny Omega used to joke around and carry a psychology book around on YouTube videos and stuff. This is some real fucking psychology shit. You should check this out. Yeah. If you like wrestling, Give it a shot. And and the hour and a half is going to fly yeah. by. The part of it, just watch, like, the thing that I think is so different, and you can't do it now. You can't. But the thing that's so different is the selling is so different. The way they sell is so different. When you sell now, you're selling how much you're getting hurt. You're selling how tough this is on you because you're hurt. Right? When you yeah. sell back then, you're not even selling pain. You're selling how difficult it is to break out of this headlock. We saw people flopping around like fish, kicking out, trying to kick out of a headlock, and they can't do it. Yeah. And it's really strong looking. It looks like they're really in a headlock because they are. He's just not squeezing him. I mean, he'd be out like a light if he, if it was like, if he was trying, but he's in a headlock. You can't get out. It's like when your dumb buddy and, put you in a headlock when you were a little kid in the locker room or whatever. Bullshit, you know, that happened. It's like that. And 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 let me let me say one other thing. It also isn't just collegiate wrestling because there are no suplexes. Yeah. There People's feet do not leave the fucking Pretty mat. much. No. A body slam is a huge move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it is it is a body slam and a headlock and 
Vern Gagne's That's finisher really is it. the sleep hold. Yeah. I, I think that I think that maybe at one point somebody got like an ankle lock in, but then it they literally transitioned it straight because to a head. You can't lock. keep an ankle lock long because when you saw they were on a ground it was a grounded ankle lock and it yeah. looked like he was gonna rip that guy's fucking foot off. Because he was really yeah. wrenching it. Well, it's like how in uh uh some uh uh competitive sports they like outlaw wrist locks because wrist locks are literally so painful and your wrist is so brittle that like any dumbass can put a wrist lock on and win yeah. a match. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. And they're easy to <laughs> you do know, too. You like, just grab the other guy's hand. Yeah, exactly. So like they go, eh, that's no kicking in the balls and also, you know, if you're gonna do a, an ankle lock, you gotta transition quickly because well, it's just like nobody's gonna buy a ten-minute ankle lock, but they will buy a ten-minute. Yeah, head and it's lock. just like why punches were so disabled. It's because like he, when you're punching to cheat, you can't even punch them hard enough because if you punch them too hard, they'll get knocked out. Yeah, but it'll also be really obvious you punched them, and then you'll get disqualified. So like, it, yeah. it's just it's wild. It's it's like the kind of thing where. You know how we're always saying that it's cool that Nigel is explaining what the moves are doing? Yeah. You see what the moves are doing. You know exactly. You don't need anybody to explain what the moves are doing. Yeah, exactly. When they have them in a hold, you you actually know what's going on because it's not some weird octopus stretcher. It's like, oh, he's just squeezing the shit Yeah, it isn't even like... It isn't even like an STO where you might want to explain like, oh, you know... While he does the face lock, he also has their arm yeah. trapped in their legs. So, no, no, no. It's just it's, like two big arms around yeah. your head, and he's squeezing and as hard as possible. And when he gets possible. out, he's got and, a giant fucking cauliflower ear. You know exactly what the fuck is happening. And I will say this. It's probably a good thing they don't do this anymore, but they fucking wrench the neck in a headlock. It was very scary to look at. It was very scary. I, I think that that's a good thing that they don't do I'm anymore. I'm sure that they figured out a way this to do match. it to make it look worse than it was, and it was safer than it really looked, but it's it's too risky. It looks too risky to do. It's it's very worrying. But it's like 100 years ago, guys, so you can watch it now and like feel good. You know, their their lives didn't matter as much as I mean, as they did, but they also lived through it, <laughs> so we're fine. <laughs> We know that everything is okay. Oh, did they? Are they alive um, today? Well. Wrestling kills, Alec. I mean, kind of. I don't know. But it is interesting. <laughs> I wonder what kind of injuries you sustained back then. Because now we're all like very worried about the CTE stuff. I don't know if that kind of stuff was as bad. But there were brain injuries. I know you know you hear about. I mean, I've read a bunch of books about this era of. I have them and i showed them to tristan and we're like I'm, i like these books and reading about the history of the wrestling you know there are guys that spent like their twilight years muddled and they don't know what's going on but then there were guys that were yeah. just crippled like physically and it just seems like so common that you, there were guys that they can't pick stuff up anymore they can't like move around well and then there are guys like uh buddy rogers who've Kicked a mugger's ass when he yeah. was 85. Or Bruno Sammartino, for that matter, who is not even that much younger than these guys and lived till the ripe old age of, like, I think he was in his 80s, too. And he looked yeah. like he was in great health, and he had 
really. So I, I don't know. It's like, it's weird. It, it definitely took effects on them way differently than the wrestling now does. It's, I'm not saying, and I never say that we should go back to that time, but I think we should look at that time. I think it's really great and really valuable. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I think that, I think that that might be a good place to leave off is just like, I don't know if you can go backwards just because everything builds on the on the past and one of the reasons why we have so many spot fests now is because things that used to excite people don't excite them right. anymore yeah. you know uh, i've been watching a lot of takamichinoku and he literally saves one springboard crossbody for the end of every match whether he wins or loses yeah. and that's a big moment for the crowd right and now it's like springboard crossbody who the fuck gives a shit right and that's like 25 years ago that isn't that yeah that yeah. long ago um and i don't necessarily think that you can go back to just doing that but i do think that we need to start maybe looking at like how we pace stuff yeah at, at least at least for the matches that you want to be big storytelling yeah. matches i don't i don't want to be the kind of guy that tells people what kind of wrestling is good and what kind of wrestling is bad if you like fucking exhibition matches watch them that i'm fine if, with that if we but had like, one match like this on a pay-per-view yeah, exactly. And it's exactly. not the main event. And I it don't, doesn't have to be. I was going to say, I don't think it should be the main event because... But I also don't want it to be seen as the bathroom right. break. Like, it should be for one of those mid-card belts. People should care yeah. about it. And it should have, you know, at most three high-flying moves... Most of it is. I mean, that's the thing. When you see that people, when people's feet never leave the floor, that one time that you get slammed or that one time that you jump off the ropes, it means so much more. And especially if you like fall out into the audience, like you were saying, you're like, holy shit. And he fell out in the audience because Luthez punched him on the ropes. Yeah, he went flying. That's like, that's like selling. That isn't because of a move. It was his come up. It was very cool. Yeah, it was. It was. Oh great. yeah. It, it's just like it's 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 a big deal. It's good to look back on it, and you know, it's it's nice. It means a lot. So I don't know. It was good that we did it, and you should check it out. And give me one little second. I'll find the YouTube channel. We could shout it out right now. It's Chicago Film Archives presents Wrestling from Chicago, and that's the name of the the thing and there's a ton there's there's at least four that show up right away when just when you search Lutez. so yeah definitely check out chicago film archives presents wrestling from chicago great little youtube channel um a lot of classic old school matches i'm i'm very smitten with it already 